with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. The broadcast area remains under a winter storm warning until 9 p.m. today, except in Floyd County, which is under a winter weather advisory until 10 p.m. today. Expect 3 to 7 inches of snow with locally higher amounts possible. If traveling, plan on snow-covered and slippery roads along with reduced visibilities at times. In addition, wind chills will be as low as 15 below zero. If you must travel, take a winter storm survival kit with you. This morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation reports that Interstate 35 and Highways 188, 6520, 218, 14, 183, 69, and 57 are all partially covered with snow. For the latest on Iowa road conditions, go to RadioOnTheGo.com and look under the Weather tab. The Iowa State Patrol has released more information on yesterday's single vehicle fatality accident in Grundy County. Just before 7 a.m. yesterday, a 15-passenger van was heading westbound on U.S. Highway 20 near the Wellsburg exit. The driver lost control of the vehicle, entered the median. The vehicle rolled over and came to rest in the eastbound lanes of Highway 20. The van was occupied by 13 passengers and the driver. Four people were killed, including one adult and three children under the age of five. Several others were taken to hospitals in Grundy Center and Waterloo for treatment of unknown injuries. None of the occupants were using seat belts or child restraint devices. The crash remains under investigation. Yesterday morning, 64-year-old Mitchell Rex Wilty of Alexander was arrested in Freeborn County, Minnesota on three Franklin County warrants for sex offender registration violations. Willette is being held at the Freeborn County Jail in Albert Lee, Minnesota. Wednesday night, the Ackley and Eldora City Councils held a joint meeting in Eldora and discussed the proposed merger of the Ackley Volunteer Ambulance Service with Eldora EMS. The plan calls for both entities to be under one name, one service director, and crew. Beginning July 1st, the merged entities would become Greenbelt EMS. Members from both city councils discussed the proposed merger. A financial subcommittee was formed to further discuss the finances of both entities before becoming a single entity. A meeting of this subcommittee will be held Wednesday beginning at 6.30 p.m. at the Ackley Volunteer Ambulance Service Shed. There will also be a Greenbelt EMS Advisory Board formed. Once all the proposed items have been agreed upon, both entities will seek a advice from the legal counsel to form a three-year contract, and both entities will begin tier dual paging effective February 1st, this coming Wednesday. Pro football fans in Iowa who would like to see the Super Bowl in person in Arizona next month need to roll up their sleeves and donate blood. Josh Murray, a spokesman for the American Red Cross in Iowa, says a special promotion between the agency and the NFL runs through Tuesday. Anyone who comes to get blood... Uh, you'll be entered into a chance to win two tickets to the Super Bowl. Uh, we also have, uh, we'll take care of your airfare, hotel nights, accommodations for three nights. Uh, we're also going to give you a gift card, about $500 for some other expenses that you might have uh, while you're there. One in seven patients who go to a hospital need a blood transfusion, but only 3% of Americans give blood. If you've never donated a pint before, Murray says it's an easy procedure and it's vital to saving lives. So the whole donation, the whole process from door to door is going to be about 45 minutes maybe, but the 
you know, donation itself takes less than 10 minutes. You know, we have to do some questions and check your uh, blood pressure, things like that before. We'll get you situated, get you on there, again. the donation will be quick, and then we'll get you some snacks and get you on your way. Winter time is the slowest time of the year for blood donors, so Murray says they've tried to make it as simple as possible to sign up to give. It's real easy. You can go one 800 red cross or you can visit redcrossblood.org. Uh, both those uh, places, you'll ask for your zip code. You put that in, it'll come up with all the opportunities to give over the next several weeks in your area. You find one that works for you, works for your location, and uh, able to make an appointment right there. The Super Bowl itself is scheduled for February the 12th. Earlier this month, Sukup Manufacturing Company announced that plans are underway to build an additional child care facility in Sheffield. Company leaders say they are teaming up with Charlie Brown Preschool and Child Care in an effort to positively impact families and communities across North Iowa. Emily Schmidt, Chief Administrative Officer for Sukup Manufacturing, tells Radio On The Go News the project's been in the works for some time. For a family-owned business, we know a lot of pressures go on all the family members outside of just the employee. And we had heard through the grapevine, but also through the pandemic, the need for more child care centers. The state opened up a business incentive grant to encourage businesses to be partners, not just more of a supply chain for child care centers, but partners in it. With the grant, business has to have a child care center near their location. So that's why in Sheffield, it was chosen for student manufacturing is because it had to be near our own manufacturing facility. And we're really excited about this. We did a lot of work with a survey done beforehand and working with HR and other community members of just the need for more child care for the area. Charlie Brown Preschool and Child Care served North Iowa for more than 50 years, currently has two locations in Mason City and one in Clear Lake. The site for the child care center is undeveloped land by First Grace Baptist Church in Sheffield. The new facility will be in addition to longtime Sheffield provider, Apple Daycare. We're working with the different local areas. How can we get the fundraising started? How should we kick this off? We'll have some exciting updates within the next few months of some of those fundraising ideas, which we'll reach out to everybody about. But also getting the partners in place will be key since it is a matching grant that we receive from the government. So we don't know we have to raise one point two million to receive one point two million. They do have a lot of, as you would understand, red tape when it comes to government grants. So we are trying to navigate those. So we'll have to navigate those, and that might extend the timetable a little bit as we go along. We'd love to get it before our next busy season as we can, because the summer is definitely our busy season for employment. The goal is to have the new facility open in the summer of 2024. This week, the Floyd County Board of Supervisors accepted the minutes from the County Compensation Board meeting. The comp board's recommending a pay raise of 7.1% for the positions of county recorder, treasurer, and each supervisor. A salary increase of 8.1% was recommended for the county attorney position. Increase of 9% was recommended for the county auditor. And an increase of 10% was recommended for the sheriff. The Floyd County Board of Supervisors have the final say on the comp board recommendations. Uh, this week, the Hancock County Board of Supervisors appointed Kelsey Binkin as the temporary county attorney until a permanent attorney is appointed. She'll be paid $80 per hour and will do this job until April 1st, 2023. Hancock County Attorney Blake Norman was recently appointed by the governor to become a district court judge. His last day on the job as county attorney is February the 9th. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 36 and the low of 9 degrees. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.